Marshy, I'll start with the Crusaders Blues game. Uh, as a Blues fan, I had I actually had a bit of hope in this one. I thought, you know, after last year's final, this could be good payback. You know, Crusaders never been beaten at home, so but this could be another chance. But Marshy, just please try and explain what happened because of anything. That's two versus three. That was meant to be the close one. Oh, absolutely, it was. And and like you, you know, my expectations were that this was going to be a real ding dong battle. Oh. Um, probably decided in the last sort of 10 minutes of the match, um, if not even into the 80th minute. You know, probably a blue side that you would have to say on paper uh, was stronger when you looked at the All Blacks across the park that they had and, mm. um, you know, the Crusaders with their injuries and the All Blacks they had missing, but yet it was in Crusader land, you know, Orange Seri Stadium where history shows teams really struggle to win any finals football. So you have to be at your best. Uh, you have to be mentally in tune, regardless of what side the Crusaders play out. And that's the reason I mentioned that is because the Blues weren't. <sighs> they they just simply didn't match, match the intensity, the physicality. Uh, they tactically got their execution wrong. And, you know, you just can't afford to be like that and, and knock out rugby against the Crusaders at this time of the year. You have to be on point. And they... They didn't help themselves with some of their decision-making. They didn't help themselves with their error rate. Mm. But most importantly, when I sort of thought about it afterwards, Dean, and, and thought, right, oh, where, where exactly was this game won and lost? Mm. And for all the Crusaders' tries, I think the Crusaders won the game hands down defensively. Wow. They, they, they simply were a real hard um, nut to crack. For the Blues, they attacked the breakdowns. Uh, their body positions were really good. They made their tackles. They chopped real dangerous players to the ground. Mm. Uh, they gave the likes of, uh, in particular, uh, Mark Talia and Bowden Barrett no real time mm. at all to do anything with ball in hand. Um, they really cramped their space. And for the they were tackling at 93%. <sighs> the Blues, conversely, couldn't match that physically and equally they made really poor defensive decisions lots of times in the game the crusaders threw decoy runners mm. um, hooks at them and they grabbed and bit at them every time uh, which created space on the outside where jordan went through fergus burke went through flying anuku went through the middle of them yeah. with a couple of good decoy runners so defensively they equally the pictures that were being painted in front of them every time they grabbed the wrong player and and got massively exposed. Yeah, it's inter- it's interesting you say that, Justin, defence as well, because you look at that score and you think, well, 52 points, it's all attack. But you're saying because they absorbed yep. the de- the defence was so good, allowed them to create more space. And you mentioned uh, those names, Will Jordan, Lester Fayanganuka, your man. Wow, he had an absolute barnstormer. Oh, he did. He just continued to play the style of rugby that the Crusaders have allowed him to embrace, mm. which is to gravitate towards the ball quite a lot. Uh, uh, quite a lot of his tries that you've seen this year haven't necessarily been on the wing, charging down the touchline. A lot of them have been uh, through the middle, mm. where they've used them off line-out peels and they've punched them through, you know, uh, back of the line-out defenders inside the 5-8. Um, They've equally used him like they did at the weekend where he's coming uh, from, from the wing back on back on a decoy run mm. uh, and and then being a support player. Um, but more importantly, 
you know, he's been in and around breakdowns and he and picking and going the ball, you know, yeah. just getting himself in there and grabbing two to three defenders to try and pull him down, which has created space for others. So, yeah, the style of play that Scott Robertson's allowed him to adopt and to be freelance out there mm. has just seen him grow incredibly from the player he was last year. And, uh, you know, that, that, that um, ambition to play and that license to do what he wants across the field, has re- he's really uh, made him a threat everywhere. And, uh, you know, the other side of it, um, his defence as mm. well has been outstanding. Like, he can't keep out of the game. Like, you know, you try... <laughs> When they don't have the ball, all of a sudden he's had to break down contesting it and getting a turnover yeah. as a winger. So, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, just a standout performer again, but there was many, yeah. many yeah. for the Crusaders. Like, that would be quite quite convincingly for me one of the best performances in a finals game that I've ever seen any Crusaders team produce. It, it was... It was clinical, it, it yeah. was ruthless, it was physical, it, it was high tempo, wasn't a lot of errors, and uh, every player stood up, every single player stood up, including players that came off the bench. You're so right. I mean, yeah, that was it. You look at the game and it was dominant from pretty much you know, at the first, from when the whistle um, blew. Yeah. If you've got a question for Justin, folks, please give us a call 0800 150 811, 0800 150 811, or you can text double eight double three. So, Marshy, conversely, on the flip side of that, Leon McDonald, he knows the Crusaders. He knows how they work. Surely they must have been prepared for this, you know, physical onslaught, but it, it honestly looked like they... They were a bit lost out there sometimes. Yeah, it did. And I think they got frustrated into making errors. You know, some of the work that the Crusaders were doing defensively by bringing sort of a third defender Mm. into the eye line of their first and second receivers, um, there was space, but they just couldn't get it there. And they got frustrated into then shoveling the ball a lot. There were knock-ons. There was lost in contact. There were times when players were nearly going backwards. I think mm. I saw Mark Talia go backwards about three or four times to try and find himself some space. Mm. Um, but a defender would just chop him down. You know, Bowden Barrett at times was sitting in, sitting in the pocket a couple of metres back, but he just felt that he couldn't go to a player outside him because all he could see was red and black defenders. Uh, so, yeah, they didn't help themselves in that regard. They must have knew that defensive pressure was coming. Mm. Um, like Leon would have known that, and he knows the way they defend to a degree. Uh, but equally, you know, talking to him and chatting to him on Sky Sport after the game, he was pretty honest. And yeah. what I got out of it, and that was his opening uh, question that he got, was what happened out there. Uh, he said, we knew they would bring what they brought to us. Yeah, We knew that we needed to have good body height at the breakdowns. We needed to be physical. We needed to move their players. Um, we needed to play with tempo and physicality. And he kept saying, but we didn't, and we didn't, and we didn't. So, you know, my my summary of it is, yes, they were prepared. Yes, mm. he did know what was going to come. But the players on the night just didn't adjust, and, and the players basically let him down because they didn't cope. They didn't handle it. Everything everything he said was, we everything that they did, we knew we, we were expecting, but mm. we didn't get up for it, yeah. is what he said. We just didn't get up for it. And he said, that's that's a disappointing thing. We were expecting it, but for some reason, we just didn't get ourselves into the right mental space and we just didn't compete 
like we thought that we could. And he said, I don't know why. Yeah, well, yeah, understandable too. 0800 150 811 is the number to call if you've got anything you want to ask Justin about the weekend semi-finals or indeed the upcoming um, All Black announcement. Please uh, give us a call or you can, of course, text double eight double three. It hasn't taken long, uh, Marshy. He's on the phone now. I, I, I thought he would call today. It's our, our good friend from Christchurch. It's Graham. Graham, uh, good afternoon to you, mate. G'day, Dino. G'day, Justin. How are you both? Good. Yeah, good. 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 Thanks. Yeah. I'd- yeah, no, as Justin knows, I saw him at the game and uh, yeah, I was there and I have to say that, you know, I agree 100% with what you said about, you know, that could be our greatest semi-final win, you know, if it mm. leaves semi-finals, you know, mm. as opposed to finals because, um, you know, a week of adversity and, you know, I was just over them, absolutely over the moon. I mean, that was, it was masterclass and, you know, the Blues... You know, I, I expected a, a, a trench warfare dogfight, mm. um, like Justin did, and probably yeah. like you know, and if we get a five-point win, I'll be over the moon. But you know, um, as, 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 as you said, Justin, um, you know, that forward pack, you know, the guys like Christian Leo Willie and Sione Avili and Tom Christie's been talked about a bit all season. You know, they and Cody Taylor obviously is playing great rugby, but you know, they they really. Produced it against you know a very good all you know all uh, Blues pack you know who um, on paper were very strong and then the backs Richie Mwanga and Lester and Braden you know they well were just you know were just unbelievable I mean the tries were you know rugby heaven type stuff so you know I mean Leon McDonald yeah I heard his comments and yeah I mean he he was he wasn't lost for words but he was close to it you know he obviously knew what was going to probably come. But, you know, I don't think they expected that degree of intensity, maybe. I don't know, but it was just fantastic. Well, when you were sitting there watching it, Graham, did you, were you surprised at at the Blues getting frustrated into making those errors? Like, you know, a couple of their, their, I think their first three entries into the Crusaders 22, I think, they knocked one on. That one got ripped out by a Crusaders defender, um, they 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 just didn't look as ruthless as you'd expect them to do, to be with that amount of All Blacks in their pack. Like it was bizarre watching it unfold like that. Oh, exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, obviously they lost Patrick Turpilotu, but we lost Sam Whitelock. And you mm. know, people said a few weeks ago when we lost to the, you know, the Chiefs or the Hurricanes, one of those ones that were quite close. So you know, Sam Whitelock goes off, and you know, because you think even though he's not the captain, he's such a big part of it. And Ethan Blackhead hasn't played much, you know, it's really awful that he's out again. But, you know, you, mm. you're you hoping for them to be back. But then, yeah, then the Blues don't produce it. Yeah, they, and I think they've probably got weaknesses in their roster, you know, up front. I know Mark Watson, what I, uh, we all know. Well, um, you know, he said about the front, not the hookers so much, but the props. And, you know, um, even with the... The decimation of the Crusader props, you know, they, um, Ollie Yeager, you know, hasn't played a lot of rugby this year, but he, you know, he fronted up big time. And obviously, Tamaiti Williams has just mm. played like, you know, $6 million man, really. He's just unbelievable. <laughs> oh. um, 
Isn't he, Dean? You're, yeah, yeah. You're coming, no, absolutely right, Graham. Hey, look, we've got a stacked show today, my friend. Yeah, so yep, yep. thank you so much for your call, pal. Much appreciated. No, you have a good good day, both of you. Thanks, you, mate. You right, too. See you. Bye. Cheers. Yep, yep. Graham, there you go with his thoughts. As always, pretty accurate on, on the mark, as always, Marshy. We've had a couple of texts here, yep. too. One from Andy. Andy saying, that was some of the best attacking rugby I've seen in a long time. Absolute champagne rugby. You, you, you couldn't disagree with that, could you? No, no, I couldn't. And, and look, you, you have to applaud the coaching staff. I and mean, we're not just talking Scott Robertson because mm. he, yeah, yeah, he's the general, but he has really good lieutenants underneath him. Yep. And, you know, they all do their work defensively. Um, you know, Tamati and uh, Scott Hansen and those guys, they're, they're all involved. And you have to look at the complete package that they produce. And, and you know, they're, they're, some of their... Um, innovations that they brought in, the way they use Flying Anuku, but you know, equally the the way that they allowed Richie Moonga to drift a bit more. Mm. You know, he he was actually a little bit deeper, and when he was getting the ball, he was getting it quite lateral. And I think only one stage, and I mentioned it in the commentary, did they get did they manage to pick him off? And I think it was Riccatelli that got him. Wow! But the rest of the time, because everybody else was doing their roles so good, and this is back to the text um, message on the attack. Mm. Everyone else was fulfilling their roles. The decoy runners were doing their job. Everybody was a threat. When Moonga got the ball and was taking that lateral run to find the likes of Enor and Will Jordan and, and Cohen space, mm. um, it was because of execution perfection. And the, and the coaches have to get massive credit for that. You know, yes, the leadership group and the Crusaders, which is their, their drivers, you yeah. know, your Mitchell Drummonds and Moonga himself and co will have an influence, but equally the, the coaches have a lot to do with putting a game plan together, so you just have to, that, that's the unity, that's the culture of that team, and that's why it works so well.